Hey everyone, and welcome to the Bible Breakdown Podcast. In this podcast, we will be breaking down the Bible one chapter a day. Whether you are a new believer or have been following Christ for a while, we believe that you will learn something new and fresh every single day. So thank you for joining us, and let's get into breaking down the Bible together. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Bible Breakdown Podcast with your host, Pastor Brandon. Today, 1 Kings chapter 5, and the title today is The Work Begins. The Work Begins. I had a friend of mine who, this several years ago, they'd always wanted to build their dream home. And as they were getting ready to do it, they made all these plans and all these different things. And it was really exciting hearing them talk about it. But I'll never forget one day when I drove up on their property and they finally laid the foundation. Now, for people who didn't know, you know, they hadn't seen the plans and they didn't know the story leading up to it. They're like, okay, great. There's a foundation. It wasn't going to be an overly large house or anything like that. It, It wasn't just the foundation. It was because of what it meant, because of the journey that it had taken to get there. And because I knew that they had decided to make this house very specifically for their needs. And I was just so excited for them because I knew where it was going to go. Well, today when we see this, we're going to get to see as Solomon is laying the groundwork, starting the process of one of the most beautiful buildings in the history of the world. It truly is an amazing testament to what people can do. And I'm going to tell you, this thing was blinged all over the place. We're going to get that in just a moment. But as always, if you like what we're doing here, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube videos. Make sure you're leaving us a five-star review on the podcast. Thank you so much for everybody that's doing that, especially on the YouTube channel as we are slowly working our way to a 1,000. We've got less than 100 more subscribers to go, so make sure you are subscribing, helping us get there. Every little bit does help. And I want to say thank you so much to everybody who is writing in and letting us know how this podcast is helping you and how the YouTube channel is helping you. And someone contacted us on Facebook the other day, and they said, I love to share this with everyone every chance I get. And I want to say thank you so much for doing that. It is a blessing to my heart and to everyone who helped helps me work on this, whether it's in the Facebook group or helping us do all the different things. It means the world to us to know that you're growing in God every day because of us reading God's word. Thank you for sharing this with other people. It is an honor to read God's word together every day. Speaking of that, if you want to open your Bibles to 1 Kings chapter 5, I love the idea of where this is going to go. This is going to take a few chapters to get to the ending of building the temple of God, but imagine where this has started. All the way back in the five books of Moses, God gave the instructions for the tabernacle that was a movable temple. Like it it would move wherever they went because they were nomadic people and they went from place to place. And God showed them how to make an outer court, how to make an inner court, how to make a holy of holies, and then how to have the, you know, the, the altar of incense and the table of showbread, all just all these different things. And then one day David said, hey, you know what? We're not going to be a nomadic people anymore. We're going to be an established people. So why can't God have an established home? That's amazing to think about that. And then God told David, I'd love for you to do that. But you killed too many folks, dude. I mean, literally, you look at it, it says, you are a man of blood, a man of war. You done killed too many people, but your son will. So even then, David couldn't build it, but he gave Solomon like all the money he needed. He gave him the, the different patterns for what to do. He did all of that. But now, finally, in Solomon, after he has firmly established himself as king, he starts to build this temple. So here we go. We're going to read this together, and we're going to start the process that's going to take us over the next few days as they start to build 
one of the greatest buildings ever constructed. Here we go. First Kings chapter five, verse one says this, King Hiram of Tyre had always been loyal, a loyal friend to David. When Hiram learned that David's son Solomon was the new king of Israel, he sent ambassadors to congratulate him. Then Solomon sent this message back to Hiram. You know that my father David was not able to build a temple to honor the name of the Lord his God because of his many wars waged against him by surrounding nations. He could not build until the Lord gave him victory over all his enemies. But now the Lord my God has given me peace on every side. I have no enemies and all is well. So I am planning to build a temple to honor the name of the Lord my God just as he had instructed my father David. For the Lord told him, Your son with whom I will place on your throne will build the temple to honor my name. Therefore, please command that cedars from Lebanon be cut for me. Let the men work alongside yours. Let my men work alongside yours, and I will pay your men whatever wages you ask. As you know, there is no one among us who can cut timber like you Sidonians. When Hiram received Solomon's message, he was very pleased and said, Praise the Lord today for giving David a wise son to be king of the great nation of Israel. And then he sent Solomon this reply. Pause. So what I love about that is Solomon ends with a great compliment. Nobody cuts timbers like you Sidonians. And I love the reply was, Praise the Lord. God sure made you smart, didn't he? (laughs) In other words, it was like, absolutely we are. Then he says, I have received your message, and I will supply all the cedars and cypress timber you need. My servant will bring the logs from Lebanon mountains to the Mediterranean Sea and make them into rafts and float them along the coast to whatever place you choose. Then we will break the rafts apart so you can carry the logs away, and you can pay me by supplying me with food for my household. So Hiram supplied as much cedar and cypress timbers as Solomon desired. In return, Solomon sent him an annual payment of 100,000 bushels of wheat for his household and 110,000 gallons of pure olive oil. So the Lord gave wisdom to Solomon, just as he had promised, and Hiram and Solomon made a formal alliance of peace. Then King Solomon conscripted conscripted a labor force of 30,000 men from all Israel. He sent them to Lebanon in shifts, 10,000 every month, so that each man would be one month in Lebanon and two months at home. Adoram was in charge of this labor force. Solomon also had 70,000 common laborers, 80,000 quarry workers in the hill country, and 3,600 foremen to supervise their work. And at the king's command, they quarried large blocks of high-quality stone and shaped them to make the foundation of the temple. The men of the city of Gibal helped Solomon and Hiram's builders prepare the timber and stone for the temple. So, wow, the great work begins with small steps. The great work begins with small steps. And I tell you, that's what God wants to do in your life. He wants to do something great. He wants to do something amazing. But it starts with small steps. I love how uh, Jesus said this, who goes to build a tower? Who goes to build a building without first counting the cost? What I love about this is Solomon got everything ready. He made alliances and all this, and then he went to do that. That's what God wants to do for you. But many times it will take longer than you can expect. It will take time. 
It'll take the investment of others. It will take planning and preparation. A lot of people say that that one of the best ways to honor God is just to fly by the seat of your pants and just throw something up against the wall and see what sticks. Well, that might be their story. Many times, the way God has worked in my life is slow, steady steps, alliances with friends, you know, getting help from them, making plans, and then slowly taking steps in the right direction. I don't know what God's going to do in your life. I don't know if he'll move in quick steps when you don't know what's going to work. You throw it up against the wall and see what sticks. I, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to work like he does in my life where it's slow, steady steps that way. What I do know is, is that if you make God first and you do it for God's glory, God will always lead you in the right direction. The reason why this was working is because they were doing it for the glory of God. And that's the promise I want to give you. If you make it a point that God, I'm going to do something for you. I'm going to do something great for you. I'm going to do it for your glory. You'll be surprised on what God does. And so today... I want to encourage you to dream big, but start small and see what God will do. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for today. Thank you for being with us in all things. I pray today, God, as you encourage us to dream big, and we will. We'll dream of great things, but we'll start small. We'll start with friends. We'll start with plans. We'll start with foundations and small steps and see where you take us every day. I'm thankful for all you're going to do and all you teach us along the way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, don't forget, God's word says Elijah challenges the nation, and I think he challenges us still today in 1 Kings 18 when he says this, How much longer will you waver, hobbling between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. If Baal is God, then follow him. It's important for us in everything we do to always follow the Lord, and he will always lead us in the right direction. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow as we continue to dive into the building of the temple in 1 Kings chapter 6.